Hi guys and welcome back to another episode. Uh, we did call this Local Legends, we've changed it now to Everything Local. We're taking a bit of a different pitch with the podcast. Um, here with Luke from Coffee Doctors, thanks for joining us Luke. Thanks for having me Josh. Um, so I've, ju- I've sort of watched a little bit of your journey uh, back and forth on Instagram, which I'm enjoying a lot. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about you, what you're about and sort of where this all started? Yeah, so um, basically I used to be a pharmaceutical rep and... Nice. You know, it was uh, it was actually me just trying to become like a doctor for my parents because they wanted me to become a doctor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, I didn't really enjoy it. But I used to get coffee all the time when I took the doctors out, pharmacists out, and everything. So coffee was always something in the background while I was a pharmaceutical rep. Yeah. And then one day I went to a, uh, a cafe, and I really, I really like there was something different about the coffee, and I really enjoyed it. And then I started talking to the barista about it and he was really knowledgeable about the coffee. And yeah. um, and then it got me thinking like, you know, how is coffee made? Like I was just curious. Hence why we, we you know, we have a little slogan, uh, coffee for the curious. Yeah. And um, I was quite curious. So I went to like, I Googled like roasting facilities or like coffee roasting and there was a coffee roaster that came up. So I went there to go, you know, check them out, see what they do. And when I saw it, it was like, it, was, it smelled really nice. Like, you probably smelled roasted coffee. Yeah. It smells beautiful. Um, I love the community they had. Like, everybody's, like, really happy. Um, I met the owner, and he was, like, really, like, you know, in touch with his customers. They're all yeah. his friends. So, I thought, man, I, I want something like this, you know, one day. So, then, since I was kind of getting over the pharmaceutical job, I asked the owner. I was like, hey, are you guys looking for anyone? Yeah. And, um just so happened that one of the roasting managers was quitting and leaving yeah, right. the following week yeah and they were kind of like looking for someone and then i decided to you know work for him and then i kind of like got chucked in the deep end because since the manager left um a few of the other guys left as well so yeah, i was right. kind of like left to do everything myself <laughs> so i had to learn on the fly um, I started like reading a lot of books about coffee yeah. and uh, experimenting with different coffees and just growing my palate and my knowledge. And then when the time came, we, we always entered into like a coffee competition, like roasting competition, like the Sydney Fine Foods, Golden Bean, all right, Mice, okay. all these different coffee, um, like I guess coffee events. And when, when I started winning awards for them uh, with some of the blends and some of the coffees that I roasted, it kind of gave me like an inkling maybe this is something that I should continue pursuing yeah um, and try to do myself because some of the values at the place that I worked was more about like a mass production let's get as much coffee as we can out yeah let's not really focus on you know helping small farmers let's not really focus on like experimenting and trialing new different methods yeah. of coffee because coffee is like a natural product and you can do so many cool things with it. You can roast it different ways. You can make it, process it different ways and get a different outcome yeah. in the cup. Yeah, okay. And then when I got to that point of like, all right, I'm going to start my own thing, I started doing small batches of my own coffee and door knocking my neighborhood. Because that's where I first saw you actually yeah. was on Instagram and I someone referred me on to you and said you're starting up your own business and told me to get a reach out to you. And I noticed that you were bagging all the stuff up yourself yeah. and sort of I saw you in the background getting all the beans and doing that whole process, which we'll talk about in a second. But so you really started from the ground up yeah. and literally knocking on doors. Is that right? Yeah. So, I mean, my business first started just going to my next door neighbors who, who still buy coffee to this day. 
um, just going there and just seeing if they have a little coffee machine. Yeah, okay. Um, Because I used to just want to supply to, like, people with, like, little um, DeLonghi or, like, Sunbeam little coffee machines. Yeah. But then I learned real quick that they don't have, they don't all have have a grinder. Yeah, okay. So, I had to, like, door knock, see if they want coffee, find out they don't have a grinder, (laughs) run back to my house grind the coffee then bring it yeah. back so yeah. it was all just from the ground up yeah or just upsell them on the grinder as well and yeah. sell the grinders <laughs> i did do a couple of them yeah. to be honest yeah <laughs> i love that okay so taking us back you have obviously your parents wanting you to go down to the pharmaceutical route doctor and all that sort of stuff yeah um how was that conversation with them when you said that you want to go down this path of you know coffee and opening up your own shop yeah look i mean coming um from a foreign country um, I mean, I'm born here, but the culture that we have is yeah, of course very yeah. different. Yeah. Um, you know, your parents just want the best for you, yeah. um, and because they've grown up in this culture where people in the healthcare profession yeah. or the, the legal profession, that's what's known as a secure job. You know, there's there's also you know you can get a decent income from it. Um, so at the beginning, it was actually really hard to get their approval. Um, which is kind of like why I went to Sydney Uni, did chemistry, even though I didn't mind all that sort of science stuff and yeah. and becoming a med rep. So it was kind of like the doctor line. It just didn't completely like match with my personality. And my parents, they, they could see that at the end of it, I wasn't completely happy doing what I was doing back then. Yeah. And I think when they saw that I really enjoyed coffee, I really enjoyed like talking about coffee, like because I can talk about forever. <laughs> like when they realized that I was passionate about it and they saw that people were reordering my coffee and I was getting paid for what I was doing yeah then they thought okay maybe he is onto something it wasn't just like straight away like okay you can do whatever you want yeah I kind of had to prove myself and deserve their approval yeah um that I will work hard to do this yeah I have the knowledge and I have the passion and the drive with it you know I invest in myself every day yeah and that's what kind of like help me get over that hurdle of getting my parents like approval to chase something yeah that's not of the norm yeah of course yeah, yeah. okay because that's interesting because that journey and we see that a lot um in my industry as well with like parents looking after their kids and mm. moving houses just for schooling and say well we need to go here because of certain schooling and obviously you were brought up around that similar sort of demographic and background as well right yeah yeah. That's right. Okay. And um, so, when we f- when I first started watching what you were doing, I saw a lot of photos of you on farms. And, you know, we we're just talking before about you supporting the local, lo- whether it be local growers or overseas growers as well. Tell us a little bit about that, what you were yeah. doing in those photos and something different that you do here with the coffee, where you, where you get it from, essentially. Yeah. So, um, obviously, like I've traveled to coffee farms, like in Brazil. Um, and that, at the beginning, I thought, oh, let's just get coffee from this farm. Because um, I was still a li- little young, naive. I just had yeah. this vision where I wanted to make coffee sustainable for the future. Yeah. I wanted to create direct relationships with these farmers. So I traveled. Yeah. I invested my time, spent like a lot of my money to just learn. Yeah. Tax write-off though. Yeah, tax write-off. 100%, 100% tax <laughs> yeah, write-off. Don't listen to the tax, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. And, when, and when I learned that um, there was, you know, there was a lot of barriers, like, you know, getting you have to get big shipping containers you you can't just grab some green beans (laughs) and then bring it over like customs are very uh you know strict about all those things yeah and so when i learned that um there were also people who kind of like have this profession where they deal with the farmer directly but they travel here as well yeah and talk to us um 
through my travels and talking to people and, and learning more about the industry, that's when I learned that for me to be as effective as I can be with the product of coffee and, yeah. and communicating it to customers, sometimes you got to you kind of like have to delegate those things where they travel um, because then my time can be more you know efficient here. Yeah. And so over time, I met people who were those happy to be the middle person and deal with them with the coffees and they would give me samples and yeah. they would tell me the relationships from each farmers um, what the story is like you know there's many different problems that we need to you know fight in terms of sustainability like economic you know political social environmental yeah. all these different types of um, problems that we face and with farmers um, it's also a fight to keep them to keep farming coffee because yeah. If you think about it, if you're a farmer, just like any business owner, yeah, you need to think what's most profitable for my farm. Yeah, and if people are paying one dollar for a coffee somewhere, where do you think that one dollar goes? You yeah, know? and for farmers, it's actually a fight to keep supporting them because if they're able to get paid a fair wage for their coffee, yeah, they're not going to move to farming soy or farming corn or farming whatever it might be. Yeah. And so part of my goal as well is to be able to encourage, you know, other, you know, coffee farmers that there is hope, you know, there's hope that if we can keep growing the specialty coffee industry yeah. and keep working together, we can help them to actually keep growing coffee and not other things I suppose other things are important. Of course. Yeah, but yeah. if we have people stopping to grow coffee, then us coffee lovers are in trouble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. you're sort of digging a bit deeper into your passion and finding people that are passionate about coffee, supporting what they're passionate about and sort of yeah. giving a little bit back to them. Yeah. And that ties us into what you're bringing here in terms of a business. So you've dug a lot deeper into the people that are farming the coffee and their culture and values yeah. and what they're looking at. Mm. And you've tried to bring that into the actual shop as well. Yeah. Talk to us about the sort of community that you're building here because I see a lot of your yeah. stuff on social. Yeah. Apart from your team having a lot of fun looking like it's a lot of fun online i'm sure they're having fun yeah. but talk to us about the community that you're building from not just your staff but also yeah. the people that come in here and enjoy coffee look i think the great thing about coffee is that it it allows it it, it kind of opens doors for people where they can sit down or they can just walk here to get a coffee and and build on relationships you know, we have like a lot of father and children. They come yeah. here together as a family just for a coffee early in the morning. Um, we have people who want to do business meetings or build those business meetings, like relationships up. Yeah. Um, we have people who just, they go to the local gym, yeah. you know, and they go with their gym mate and they come here after. Yeah. Um, so that's like one, one aspect of it is relationships like that. But what you'll notice is like a lot of people and even people listening to this like you'll probably know of someone who hates their job yeah you know who doesn't want to wake up and go to it you know what we want to do is we, we want to give those people something that they can look forward to every yeah. day um when that whether that means like getting a nice coffee or actually being greeted and feeling valued and important yeah. all those things like i always tell my team like whoever that person was did we make them happier than before they met us? Love that. Yeah. Like that's what we're all about. Is we're all just about through coffee, like making people feel happier than before they met us. Yeah. Like and an energy giving, right? Instead yeah, of energy, energy taking. Yeah, energy giving, and um, 
yeah you know we, we also sponsor like um i don't know if you guys have heard of chronic hope uh, they're uh, no, I haven't. they're based they're like a little foundation like a non-profit that we sponsor yeah um to help people with chronic illnesses and chronic disease yeah so um yeah like we just want to help like not just the people in this little area but from you know being able to be successful here we want to yeah. be able to help like bigger issues as well that yeah. are outside of our physical yeah of course you know, scope yeah well you got a lot of exciting things going on so like what's next for the business like you've come so far already yeah you're already supporting a lot of these sort of charities communities and mm. giving back um to what people have given back to you so yeah. what's next for the business where are you hoping to take it so i mean i mean for us it's i think it's more about just educating people you know help like when people come here and they try the coffee they realize oh like this isn't your usual run-of-the-mill sort of coffee yeah um and when they realize that you can get the same country's coffee but it tastes completely different to another yeah. farm yeah like that's like eye-opening for a lot of people and yeah. then when they realize that they can enjoy coffee and help farmers and help make it sustainable for the future yeah and through them enjoying the coffee they can fund new experiments you know encourage farmers to keep farming yeah i think that's like the next step is like just to keep growing and um educating people to understand what the difference between a one dollar coffee is yeah to a coffee that you pay a bit more but it's helping a lot more people yeah of course that's huge for me yeah um and also just continuously you know giving people a sense of belonging yeah a sense of community and that's why we have a you know that's why we have the podcast as well we um we have all the different social media platforms because not always everybody can get here yeah but when if we can reach out to those people um that's that's really important as well that they can still get the same vibe yeah of course but not always have to be in the physical yeah. location we well, definitely you definitely do take that out there in, in the yeah. sense where on your instagram in all the stories that you put up you're really bringing the community in together like every day you have a different word that you put up and people guess the sort of word and then you get a free coffee out of it yeah. and that's sort of you know it's sort of getting interaction on there that's right and then people are coming in to pick up their free coffee and then it's sort of building a relationship and more of a community in that regard yeah and that's the one thing i've loved about seeing your journey is you're, you're doing different things you're not just doing the same thing mm-hmm. and you're doing what whatever you need to to bring people together so and true. I think yeah. that's sort of gone out of culture and out of the over the past few decades mm. go back 40 years and that was massive you'd go outside and my dad would always tell me like he'd know the neighbours mm-hmm. now you don't know your neighbours but now yeah. what you're doing is you're trying to bring everyone back together that's right yeah it's really exciting to see we had a couple of questions on Instagram one of the questions was people had noticed that you have different coffee from different countries yep. talk to us a little bit about that and so different countries maybe some interesting countries where you get your coffee from yeah so um at the moment we've got coffee from brazil um we got coffee from so the brazilian coffees i'll like go through a little bit yeah so some of the brazilian coffees that we have um if there's any brazilians listening out there they're like from (laughs) minas Gerais. um but yeah so like these brazilian coffees like one of them is grown like just natural which basically means when they pick the cherry from the tree, they leave it out on concrete patios. Yeah. And then it just dries until the parchment or the outer skin comes off. But basically, to keep it simple, like some of these Brazilians, they have like nice almond chocolatey tasting notes. Yeah. So if you were to drink a black, you'll get s- stuff like that going on. 
Um, and some of the other ones, they go through like some extra fermentation. Yeah. Like in water tanks, they sit there for a bit longer. Yeah. So that helps us bring out more like tropical, funky sort of tasting notes like passion fruit, mango, yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, and then we also got coffees from Guatemala right now, Costa Rica. Yeah. Um, the cool thing about um, the Costa Rican one is that we have like, like in Central America, there's like El Salvador as well. Honduras, there's like civil war that goes on. Yeah. You know, and that, you know, we're very blessed in Australia to not have things <laughs> like this going on. No, that's right. So one cool social aspect that some of these farmers have done is um, they own like a lot of land, right? Yeah. And to pick coffees, cherries from the tree, it can take a lot of labor and a lot of work. Yeah. So for people who are actually victims of civil war, they provide the coffee farm as like a refuge where these people yeah, right. can get away from civil war, yeah. earn a decent wage because they're like just working at the farm yeah. and they're also safe yeah. from civil war. Yeah. And get to drink some good coffee. And as well. get to drink some good <laughs> coffee. So, you know, that's that's one example of us doing some social good yeah. from the coffees that we buy. Um, and then there's other things like environmental stuff, like growing a lot of shade trees and making sure that we're not taking all of the forest from yeah. the animals yeah. and <laughs> still giving them a place to live. Yeah. There's many other ones, but yeah, like those sort of things with, with the coffee, we, we really try to push yeah. and, and give to our customers. It also tastes great yeah, of course. Um, because the farmers are really passionate about what they do. Yeah. But at the same time, it's about educating people about that and yeah. helping something bigger than just our country yeah. and, and further out there. Um, but yeah, like the cool thing, like if for people who are co- interested in coffee and different origins, one real quick, like basic thing you can do if you're shopping for coffee anywhere, um, if you look for coffee that's like from Brazil, Guatemala, Colombia, yeah, um, generally you'll find that coffee to be quite chocolatey and nutty. Generally, unless they've had some weird um, fermentation or something yeah. done to them, usually. Um, but then if you want coffee that's really fruity, bright floral a bit higher in acidity yeah. some people might call it sour yeah because um, it's not for everybody yeah um you can get coffee from africa like ethiopia kenya burundi rwanda those sort of places so yeah that's like a real simple thing for those who are listening who want to hear a bit more about coffee um a little difference yeah if you're if you're shopping around for your for your coffee you know i love that yeah well look we just want to say thank you for sharing everything that you've done look it's been an absolutely amazing journey to see you thank bring you. this thing off the ground you know you hustled hard knocking on doors and something that i did early on in my career so i can really relate to that mm-hmm. you've got an amazing business here um not just on instagram the culture that's there you come in here and you can actually feel that yeah and you've got a real passion for what you do and that's really exciting especially for someone like myself in business as well that's mm-hmm. passionate what i do so you're amazing keep doing what you're doing um we could, people can follow you instagram facebook all that sort of stuff yeah um pop in and get a coffee i just had one myself it was amazing so <laughs> thank you so much for joining us thank you so easy. thanks guys cool. thanks guys see ya